Welcome to Learning Through Math, the podcast. I'm Laura at I Teach the Why. I'm Karina at Mrs. Cousins 5. Our mission is to inspire ourselves and others to keep learning and improving with passion. And hugs. You can find us at learningthroughmath.com and on Twitter at Laura and Karina. Come and join us on this journey of learning. Thanks for joining us. We are recording this in April of 2021. And welcome to episode 42, Not PEMDAS. I can't wait to get into this one. It'll be interesting. Do you have a reflection for this week? I just want to reflect a little bit on last week's episode. We talked about passions. Mm-hmm. We talked about student passions and teacher passions. And I just, I feel, I like I told you before, I have gotten like more wind beneath my sails <laughs> with my little small group that I'm actually doing after school. And mm-hmm. it is the highlight of my day. So I think I just, if you're feeling stuck in a rut, because I have been feeling stuck in a rut this whole All year, year, just find something to get passionate about mm-hmm. and bring that into your classroom, whether it's a game like Ken Ken Mm -hmm. or a new game like one of the ones I mentioned last week. Mm -hmm. It's just something to like give, breathe life into your class again. Spark, like like light a little. Yes. Flame. Yes. Right? Do something. Something. Break the the routine. Yes. The monotony. Yes. Exactly. Because that's what this year feels like. Every day feels the same. I know. Listen, thank God we have Good Friday off because... I know. I'm ready. Yes. (laughs) And we just had spring break. But, you know, whatever. I have some good news, though. Tell me. One of my fourth grade students emailed me out of the blue this week. Oh, I love those. The current ones, Mm -hmm. right? current One of the current fourth grade students. And... He put in the subject line, hi, Miss Tomas, how are you? And I just hit reply, right? I said, hi, so-and-so, how are you? I'm doing well. What's going on? And he didn't reply. He sent me another email. And in the subject line, he wrote, he didn't write anything in the body. Like, I don't know if he actually knows how to send email, how to use, I know. (laughs) So I'll have to give him a little education. But he put... How come you're not in the cafeteria anymore? I know. Wasn't that sweet? So I replied back, my schedule has changed, so I can't be there. But in my head, I was like, he misses me. Yes. (laughs) Aw. Yep. I guess we're ready for today's episode. Let's jump into today's topic. PEMDAS. Let's define what PEMDAS is because I know before coming to the United States, I had no idea what PEMDAS was. Mm-hmm. My mom has no idea. Either. Oh, really? She had no idea. She was like, really? I don't think that's what the nuns taught me. Huh. <laughs> I was taught bed mass, not, mm. what is it again? PEMDAS. So the, the two are flipped. Mm-hmm. And it's a B. It's not a P. I know that other countries do it a little differently. Mm-hmm. There's different... Acronyms. Acronyms, mm-hmm. right. What it is, is it's a way for students to remember the order of operations. The P is parentheses, the E is exponents, M and D are multiplication division, and then addition and subtraction. And so hence you have <laughs> PEMDAS. <laughs> the reason why we believe we shouldn't teach PEMDAS is... Because it's not always true. Right. Because then kids take it literally. Literally. Right. 
that if there's and then what do they do when there's no parentheses? They freak out, right? The, well, the first P is not even there. So exactly. now what do I do? Now they're just making up what to do because they're not they're not they're like stuck. Yeah. But let's say there is a parentheses and then it doesn't really discuss what happens inside those parentheses. Mm-hmm. Because inside the parentheses, it's like a free-for-all. Because what do you do? How do you do the order inside the parentheses? Yep. And, okay, so beyond all that, the biggest problem, and I think the thing that we see students doing again and again, Mm -hmm. is the reversal of multiplication and division. And addition and subtraction. Right. PEMDAS doesn't encourage the fact or doesn't really embed the fact that you're really doing the operation from From left left to right, right. whichever comes first. Mm -hmm. And that's the biggest problem with the acronym. It's not the acronym that is an issue. It's just that it doesn't lend itself well to different situations. Mm -hmm. Maybe instead of teaching it right off the bat, Mm -hmm. maybe maybe PEMDAS is something that needs to be taught a little bit later or pushed so that kids first really understand what order of operations means before they have to start memorizing I don't know I don't well you know what's really unfortunate I think is that I think it's usually presented in naked numbers yes with zero meaning behind it so what are the kids supposed to do right right and even though these are rules and we want them Mm -hmm. to memorize the rules the please excuse my dear aunt sally Mm -hmm. that's a mnemonic that Mm -hmm. also doesn't encourage doesn't do the same thing thing. it's not like it's not like if you're memorizing the planets, right? <laughs> the order of the planets. So what is it? Like Never my, change. My, uh, my very educated or enthusiastic mother just served us. Well, now it's nachos, nachos. but it used to be nine pizzas. Right, right. That <laughs> doesn't Pluto. change. So that's that makes sense. Right. To learn it that way, to make it into a little, you know, funny little thing. Saying. That, saying that kids will remember or that, you know, later on you'll remember. But order of operations it's it's tricky it's not just straightforward right i do want to share that once upon a time i did teach pemdas and then i came across danica mckellar's book kiss my math which got me to a, another level of teaching order of operations okay where she talks about in her book the dining habits of pandas okay i'm just going to read from chapter two from the beginning of it and it's called the popular crowd the associative and commutative properties ugh i remember when i had to learn these number properties i totally had an attitude about it i was like who needs the commutative property i mean four plus five is the same as five plus four big whoop-de-doo Why do they have to give it such a long name, which I now have to memorize, thank you very much. And what's up with the associative property? No kidding. 4 plus 5 in parentheses plus 6 is the same as 4 plus, open parentheses, 5 plus 6, close parentheses. Well, my goodness, somebody call the newspapers. As far as I could tell, this was just my math book's excuse to make me learn more math vocabulary. A complete waste of my time. So let me just say that I know where you're coming from. But now I'll let you in on a little secret. Believe it or not, these rules were designed to help us get around the whole PEMDAS thing and make life easier later on so you can have choices about the order you simplify expressions in. Now I have to tell you there's an asterisk next to PEMDAS and it says 
PEMDAS is that order of operations rule, which we are about to review. So she gets into the review of it. Okay. Because we're about to go messing with moving around parentheses and things, this is a good time to review the order of operations and the dining habits of pandas. Okay. (laughs) This PEMDAS thing is fine, but personally, I prefer to think about pandas. Ah, pandas, aren't they cute? And they have really big appetites. I've heard that pandas like to eat dumplings with mustard. And then for dessert, they have apples with spice. Yum! Now again, there's another little asterisk. And she says, the truth, pandas eat mostly bamboo. But they do come from China. And Chinese dumplings are yummy, especially with hot mustard. And pandas eat apples in the zoo, so I'm not way off. Besides, this will help you remember how to use the order of operations correctly. And that's sort of more to the point, isn't it? Okay, so let me come back to this. She writes, pandas eat mustard on dumplings and apples with spice. And she goes on to say about that there's different courses, that they eat dinner and then dessert. Okay. That multiplication and division happen together at dinner, so they have the same priority. We do whichever one comes first, left to right. So I could have said dumplings with mustard instead of mustard on dumplings. And then she goes into the same is true for addition and subtraction, apples and spice, or spice with apples, right? So it says PEMDAS might as well have been called PEDMAS or even PEDMASA. Yes. See? Uh, So the whole idea is to make sure that you're not just learning the one acronym Right. And following it to the T because you can't do that. Right. It doesn't apply to all situations. There is another way of teaching it, and that's through GEMS. GEMS. I've heard of GEMS. Right. That one seems to be gaining a little bit more popularity. I see it now. I see it a little bit more often. Mm -hmm. It's still not my favorite, though, and and I'm going to tell you why. And it's, it's still, again, because... So the G is grouping but I, symbols. That part I do like. I do like that because too. Because it could be parentheses, braces, or brackets. Right. That one is better. And then we have the E for exponents. exponents. And then the M again for multiplication. So now you don't even have the division, division in there. Right. And then the S for subtraction, subtraction. and no addition. I, again, I feel like it still prioritizes multiplication over division. Right. And now this time subtraction over addition so how do you get around that in your class i did it a different way this year but in the past what Mm -hmm. i've done is i've just shown squares Mm -hmm. with you know parentheses multiplication division and addition and subtraction where the parentheses is at the top you kind of think of it like a, a tower okay i'm building a tower with blocks okay the bottom blocks are addition and subtraction okay so there's two blocks on the bottom yes and i make sure to write those on sticky notes i was hoping you were gonna say that because i knew that you did that yes i write them on sticky notes so that when the situation arises I can flip them mm-hmm. and I can put the S first for subtraction mm-hmm. or the A first for addition mm-hmm. or even take it off, right? If you do same colored stickies, then it's easy to Ooh, remember. So I for like the that. A and the S, mm-hmm. keep it the same color. Okay. And then for the M and the D, keep it the same color. Okay, so another layer on top of that with two more squares. Right, two okay. more squares. So really it's like a two by two array right now or two by two area. Yes. Okay. 
And then with the P at the top, it's like so, the penthouse. So you don't even have, I love that. Yeah. So you don't even have the exponents because. I don't usually because in fifth, fifth grade, grade, we don't. In Florida, right? Right. That's how I've done it in the past. And I've always, I've done it last two or three years like that. Mm-hmm. This year, I was reading on Facebook. Mm-hmm in a Facebook group and they were talking, they were having this this conversation <laughs> about PEMDAS and I know teachers are, are torn. Some teachers are like, there's no problem with it, it's fine. And then some teachers are like, no, there is a problem because once they get to sixth grade, they make this mistake still. Yes. And they shouldn't still be reversing it. And it's not just sixth grade. Look at the conversations oh, on Twitter yes. and the conversations oh. <laughs> on Facebook with Who's adults. Right with the do- Who's that are, right? Right, yes. they're fighting. And yep. everybody's like, well, don't you remember PEMDAS? And they're like, I am doing PEMDAS. Right. And they're, you're like, no, you're actually not. Because it's supposed to be division before multiplication or whatever. Left to right, yes. Yes. So there's still, there is a problem. We have to face the fact that there's a problem. And what we're doing is not working because not all our students are being successful with it. Okay. One suggestion from a teacher, and I, I really, I don't know her name. I don't know who she was. But she suggested, or she said that she taught it by teaching the power of the operation, which I loved this idea because now it makes more sense. Mm -hmm. Okay, in kindergarten and first grade and second grade, you learn about addition and subtraction. Right. Those are the foundation, right? Right. So that's the bottom layer. And those don't have, when you look at, when you compare addition to multiplication, multiplication is more powerful than addition because let's say I'm doing five times seven. Mm -hmm. I can do five groups of seven. Right. Seven plus seven plus seven plus seven plus seven, Mm -hmm. which is addition, which I have to do more operations of. Or I can do five times seven, which I only have to do one operation. Right. So you see how it's more powerful. Yes. I have what I can do, what I need to do in four operations, I can now do in one. <laughs> That's why it's more powerful. Right. And the same is true with division and subtraction. What I can do when I divide 20 divided by 4, mm-hmm. I have to subtract 4 five times. You could, right? Or I can just divide. divide. Right. And I know my division. I know that for... Gazinta? No. <laughs> Gazinta? <laughs> no. That's for Linda. <laughs> there are five groups of four and 20. Okay. Okay. When you compare addition and subtraction, they're inverses of each other. Right. Addition is not more powerful than subtraction. Mm-mm. Subtraction is not more powerful than addition. Mm-hmm. Those are on the same level. Right. And the same is true with multiplication and division. Yep. Multiplication and division, they're on the same level. Multiplication is not more powerful than division. Division is not more powerful than multiplication. Therefore, again... Those two, whichever one comes first. It's Mm -hmm. not one is more powerful than the other. Mm -hmm. And then here's the beauty of it, right? Now we're going to exponents. Exponents, what are exponents? Exponents are repeated multiplication. Multiplication. (laughs) Those are even more powerful. Right. This year I actually taught exponents because I was talking about how it gets more powerful as you get to the top. Well, we do do powers of powers 10. Powers of 10, right. right. And that's how I said it. I, you know, I said you might see exponents this way right. with with powers of 10. So there you go. I mm-hmm. mean, that's where that's where it'll fit, right? And then I said, but guess what? There's actually something that's even more powerful than all of them. And they're like, well, what is it? 
bit. I kind of hooked them a little bit. No. <laughs> and I said, those are parentheses. And they're like, oh, that makes sense. Because the, they're saying, like, to do this first. Oh. They even were able to, like, wow. come up with it themselves. And I said, yeah, this it's, it's like an attention. It's like a sign. Mm-hmm. Do this first. Do this first. G- get your attention here before you move on to others. And then I said, what do you think you do when you're inside those parentheses and you have more than one operation? And they're like, well, you would do the most powerful first. Nice. Aha. There you go. Nice. I think it resonated with them a little bit mm-hmm. better mm-hmm. than than trying to memorize a, a mnemonic a, or an, an acronym, an acronym or, or whatever. Right. I think it just, it made more sense to them. And at the end of the day, that's what I'm trying to do. Right. You shared that story with me last week. Yes. And I'm going to tell you, which I haven't told you this yet. I totally stole that from you. Did you? And I well, did. Well, I it. stole it from the Facebook <laughs> Facebook group. I told that to a group of fifth graders yesterday. Yeah. They were t- in the middle of taking a quiz, yeah. a math quiz. And it was my time to go in to, you know, Grabbed the the three kids and the teacher said they were taking a quiz. So I said, oh, okay, do you you not want me to take them? And she said to the kids, do you want to go with Mrs. Tomas? By the way, that was, we were going to do open middle problems. Oh, Super fun. Yeah. Or do you, and finish your quiz later or do you want to finish your quiz now? They're all like, see ya, you know? (laughs) Yeah, right. (laughs) Let me get out of class and not do this quiz right now. Exactly. So we go out into our little nook out into the hallway yeah they bring their colored tiles with them and their notebooks and their pencils so we're doing open middle problems and then somebody said some i i think i asked them i said what is your quiz about and they said pemdas and i go that's exactly the look i gave them with my mask on and i went no oh no 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 i said it's order of operations and we had about 10 minutes left I said, do you want to do some order of operations problems with me and, you know, quote, review? And I, yeah. I, don't, I don't know what the quiz looks like. So, of course, I'm just making stuff up out of my head. But I told them the story that you told me about yes. multiplication division being more powerful and yeah. yada, yada. And then left to right. And two out of the three kids, it stuck with them because yes. I think I had time to do about five, six example problems with them. And they were getting them right, 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 right. Right. This one boy that was over on the side. Nope. I'm like, try it again. Remember. And this little story that you had told me, I kept saying it over and over again. So I'm going to have to go and look at their scores to see how they they did on that quiz. Yeah. And I think going back to what Danica McKellar said in her book, with the associative and the commutative property, I Mm -hmm. think that that's where we're undoing what what we're trying to get accomplished with these kids. Because when you say you have to do it from left to right, even that, if you have three times four times five, you don't have to. You don't have to. And again, that goes to the fact that it's those two operations are the The same. same. They're not more powerful than one or the other. Right. Because they're the same, you can do it. In whichever in order. order. I As we were going through some of these examples as a class, I could see that they were getting confused by it because they've learned, right, that that if we add, we can add whichever one. And if we multiply, we can multiply whichever one. But then they asked me, they're like, well, does it work for subtraction? And I said, well, let's try it. Mm. And then we did like an example like 20 minus 10 minus 4. Okay. They did 10 minus 4, okay. which is 6. six. 
and then 20 minus 6 Which is, is 14. 14. Well, that's not what you're... No. No. 20 minus 10 is So what 10 a great... Minus oppor- 4. Right. A great opportunity to talk about the commutative property of addition exactly. and the commutative property of multiplication. Exactly. We have these rules, these, these, these patterns that we notice, the associative property. That's something that's special about addition and multiplication, but it's not the same. It doesn't apply to subtraction and division. So this all just comes around again to building from grade level to grade level to grade level, all of the information. I mean, I did bring up commutative property of addition with kindergartners yeah you know right are they gonna remember it probably not but oh one of the little kids saw me in the hallway you know i keep trying to teach them horizontal and i I put my arm out straight like this and then vertical up and diagonal you know on a slant this one little boy saw me in the hallway about two weeks ago and he goes horizontal and he just puts up his arm oh that's cute i know that's so cute you know what? Now he's got it. Yeah. He won't ever forget that. Right. Because it's in his long-term memory. That's right. <laughs> that was adorable. You have a challenge for us today? I always have a challenge <laughs> for us. Here we go. Get ready. Our challenge for you this week is to, uh, listen, forget order of operations, even though that's what we talked about this whole time. I want you to investigate the commutative property and associative property of multiplication and addition and really dive into that. You know who talked about those properties being super powerful was Graham Fletcher recently. He said they were like superpowers. He said that we don't give enough credit to or enough time with. Yeah. But they are. They are superpowers. They are. Thanks for joining us. We'd love for you to subscribe to our podcast and give us a five-star review on your favorite podcasting platform. We invite you to join the conversation on Twitter by using the hashtag LearningThroughMath. We'd love to hear your feedback. Make sure to tag us at Laura and Karina. It's always a pleasure to talk to you. To you too.